back to Batting Around. It's a baseball podcast, and it's a very special episode because it's our one-year anniversary episode. I've been doing this for a whole year. Can you believe that? And, no. Uh, I, <laughs> I can't. I am your co-host, Jane Ost, and with me, as always, is Lauren. I'm Lauren. That's Lauren and Steven. Yo. Wow. One year. I genu I yeah, when we started this, I'm like, oh, this will be a fun thing that we do for like a few weeks. <laughs> Until the end of the season. <laughs> yeah, basically. Yeah. <laughs> it's incredible that we've managed exactly fifty two episodes to go with the uh, fifty two weeks. Yeah, yeah. 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 Great oh my god, don't, yeah. Yeah. Don't count our episodes. That's, that's Cal Ripkin esque. <laughs> <laughs> no, this has been this has been so much fun. Like, I have yeah. really, really loved doing this. Absolutely. Uh, every week with you, with you too. Yeah, it started as just you know, kind of way to way to kill some time. But I, yeah, like Stephen said, I'm, I am surprised that, like, we've stuck with it. It started as a delirious <laughs> like DM at like two in the morning. Yeah. Just like talking absolute nonsense, and it's like it's it definitely had the vibe of like when you're at a party and you're drunk and you you see you see someone. <laughs> that you haven't seen in like ages and you start, yeah. you get talking. I'm like, Oh God, no, bro. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. It's going to be <laughs> awesome. And then you totally forget about it the next morning, but no, but we actually did it. We yeah. actually yeah. did it. Yeah, we've kept it was like it. the, yeah, it's the coked out conversation where you're going to start a restaurant. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, do you guys want to start a restaurant? We should totally, a great concept. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Cause yeah, it's me, me and Steven uh, did it. And then we, we were like, should we ask Lauren to do it? I don't know if she'll do it. Like, honestly, didn't. Oh yeah, it was great. Wasn't sure if Lauren would 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 agree to it. Yeah, it's I'm great kind of we were both like so. pussyfooting around. Like, oh, we we should probably get a third person. And then like both of us were just like Lauren. <laughs> kind of problematic. But, like, you picked another she? white person. I'm just just gonna throw that out there. Definitely. Definitely. That's on you two, not on me. Yep. <laughs> Uh, Lauren, you said you were like listening to some of the old episodes of the show recently. I was, was yeah. Your, I what was your takeaway from all that? David Roth is still funnier than I am. Yeah, mm. he's yeah. just such a pro. Pisses he's funnier off. than yeah. everybody. I uh, know it was fun to um, catch up on the old like because I, I usually hate the sound of my voice, but doing the podcast has kind of forced me to get more used to it. Um, oh mm -hmm. yeah, that's been a thing I've had to contend with. Yeah, for, for sure. Yeah. Uh, but but it's fun to revisit the old episodes and see how much I got wrong. Um, mm -hmm. I made a lot of really dumb predictions uh, over the course of a year. Uh, a lot of stuff that's just was total, total bullshit in retrospect. Oh well. Yeah, I, th I think we've got some some tape on that. Should we uh, should we play it back? Oh yeah, yeah. L let's do it. All right, let's play it back. Uh you know, I I'm gonna go with the Blue Jays. I think uh, wild card team. They have just as good a shot of the Rays. The Rays offense is not great. Um, yeah, that's my pick. I'm gonna say Blue Jays in three. Uh, you know, Yankees offense, it's just a lot stronger. Uh, I think for the ALC, or ALDS, um, yeah, Yankees over Rays in uh, four. I think, yeah, yeah, no, I think that shouldn't be very controversial. Yeah, no, no problem. No, not at all. M much better team. <sighs> ALCS predict, uh, prediction, uh, Houston over Rays in five games. Uh, better team, much better pitching, much better offense. Ah, uh, you know, I... I I've been down on this race team. I've been overly critical. I, I think I've underrated their, their quality and their talent. I think so long as Blake Snell uh, pitches his butt off, I think they're going to take it in seven.
Uh, but you know, we can't can't rag on you too much here, Lauren. Uh, I certainly have fallen victim to this as well. I think that the the twins are going to like turn this around. This is the, you know just a brief little problem with you know COVID, um, just kind of a, a crappy road trip. And crappy road trips happen to everybody, but you know they got this. Look, like you can't just keep being this unlucky in extra inning games. And this team is just too talented uh, for them not to turn this around. Byron Buxton gets hurt. You know, that's going to happen, but there's still just so much talent and so much depth on this team. Like, no problem. They got this. You know, I, I know we're getting to the end of May, but, you know, it, c- it could still happen. Like, I still think there's a decent chance that they're going to be buyers at, at the trade deadline. I just, I just can't believe everything that can go wrong with this team, like, has. It's just, you know, Byron Buxton's the best hitter in baseball for the month of April. And then Mitch Garver is the best hitter in baseball for the month of May. And then right away, his fucking testicle explodes. I don't know. But that, they, maybe they can still do it, though. A couple guys just need to turn it around, and it'll be okay. Yeah, that was that was a rough. That was rough. <laughs> it's, been, it's been a rough time. I don't know about you guys, but I feel like I've been remarkably consistent. I've, <laughs> I've never said anything, you know, that I've directly contradicted within the past week. Never. You're always very consistent with uh, with the way that you speak about your team, right? Like a metronome. Absolutely. So we got all those other teams out of the way. Got to talk about the Phillies. And listen, listen. Have they made the playoffs at all in the past decade? No. But 2020 is their year. I mean, they got eight games left. Ready? Eight. If they mm-hmm. win, if they win two, they they need to go. Two and six, and they're in the playoffs. Anyone can go two and six. Bad teams go two and six. Anyone can do that. Literally anyone can do that. Like, they're good. I promise. They're, like, they're going to get in. And when you get in with a weird as fuck year like this, anything can happen. It'll be fine. I'm not worried. Joe Girardi is a great manager. I trust him with this team. This team can this team team can go places. Yeah, if it could happen for the Nats last year, why couldn't it for the Phils this year? Exactly. I hate this fucking team, man. I oh. How do you go one and seven? They haven't been above five hundred since twenty eleven. It's the same shit. They did this last year. They did this the year before that. What is what it's they're different people. I gotta stop recording. I just finish finish the rest of the episode without me. I gotta take a walk. Oh, all right. Um. Okay. Um. Uh. All right. We previewed the rest of the NL East, so I guess we gotta get the elephant in the room. I kind of feel good. Really? I kind of feel good about this team. Yeah. Big off season. They signed JT. They signed DD. Those guys, you know, I, I feel good. They they can't they can't collapse in f- in the fall for the fourth year in a row. They can't do mm-hmm. it. That's not possible. It's a it's a pretty strong division. We're gonna get a lot of competition from the Mets and the Braves and the Nationals and hell maybe even the Marlins. Like yeah, I mean they made the this, playoffs. Last this year. might be the best division in baseball. It's it's gonna be a tough climb, but I think they got it in them. 
Yeah, I mean, because, you know, in the West, it's it's just like two strong teams at the top. But oh, in yeah. the East, you know, there's, there's going to be like four teams kind of going for it. Maybe, you know, the, the Marlins may surprise you. Totally. Number one, baby. First in the division. Let's go. All in on this team. We got We this. all knew the Mets were going to match. We all knew the Mets were. You can always set your clock to the Mets metsing. You never know how exactly they're going to do it, but you always know it's going to happen. We're good. Hell yeah. Let's go. Team to beat. Playoffs, baby. First time in 11 years. No, 10 years. I can I can do math. Braves. The shambling corpses of what remains of the Braves. They got Adam Duvall in the off in, in at the deadline. What were you expecting? Oh, did they? Did they? Cool. Yeah, Eddie Rosario's uh, Atlanta Braves. <laughs> uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Cool. Let's let's move on. So yeah, clearly I have been remained remarkably consistent in my views and opinions about the Phillies the entire year we've been doing this podcast, and we don't need to. Jane, you don't need to. I know you're gonna do clips for Lauren and yourself. You don't need to do any clips for me. I think I'm pretty good. I think the yeah. audience. Yeah. They get, they get it. It's so funny too. I, I always, um, I feel like the odd person out sometimes because I, I don't really have the same commitment to one team like like you two have. You know, I kind of like the White Sox this year. You know, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about the Angels. Uh, there's more to this Royals team than we really give them credit for. You know, I haven't been paying much attention to the to the Brewers, but they're doing some really interesting stuff in Milwaukee right now. This is gonna be kind of controversial. I kind of like the Cardinals. You know, not everything's bad in Arlington. The Rangers have some upside. I, I really think this Tiger has rebuilt his turn to corner. God damn it, I love the Marlins. Uh, Adley Rutschman's a star in the making. I'm not concerned about the, Ori- about the Orioles at all. I can't believe I'm saying this. I think the Rockies might have it in him to go all the way. You know, really one of the most fun parts of this whole uh, process for me has been getting to know you two better. Like... We were we were casual. We were friends before we started the mm-hmm, podcast. Yeah. We've known each other for a long time, but uh, you really learn so much more about a person. You spend kind of a significant amount of time with them than you do just kind of hanging out in like a chat room or, or the very rare chance we get to actually socialize in person on the other side of the country. Uh, but yeah, it, it's I've learned so much about both of you. You you both have this fascinating aspects of your life outside of baseball that I had no idea about. Well, you know, there's this pretty good news about uh, outdoor transmission rates being low. So I, I'm Somewhere, I'm somewhat optimistic we'll get to go back to a game in person soon. Jane, are you, are you thinking you're going to make it to a Twins game uh, sometimes early in the season? I don't know. I mean, I've been having just, like, a really good time just, like, listening to games. You know, I can just, like, get out on the river, throw the reel around. Um, like, the trout have been biting lately. The, 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 the trout? Uh, he's on the injured list. I don't. No, 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 no. Fly, I've been fly fishing. Uh, I started. Oh. I started fly fishing. Oh, okay. Um, recently, yeah, I'm getting super cool. into fly fishing. Yeah, it's awesome. It's it's so much fun. It's super relaxing. Like very, very zen. I'm really excited to see what happens in the Korea series coming up, because I'm I'm really stoked about I'm really stoked about the dinos. Fucking dino gang, let's go. What do you think, Jane? I mean, yeah, like go dinos. It's like established that this is a you know this is a pro dinos podcast. Um, we've talked about that before. I like to, to be honest. I have not been watching as much of the KBO stuff uh, as I wanted to. Um, I've been like I've been putting together 
um, these model trains lately. Oh. Oh. I'm making I'm making a new. Uh, I've just like dedicated like an entire room in one of my house. I'm calling it uh, Janesville, Wisconsin, um, number two. Uh, yeah, and it's like, it's it's pretty cool. Like I'll I'll send you some pics here um, over the Discord when we're done. It's it's like it's pretty impressive. I got like a whole whole like whole ass town in here. Wow! Oh! Wow! Okay. Yeah, that's home run thirty two and thirty three for Shohei. The Angels lost both games, but I guess that's life in Anaheim for you. Uh, Jay, I don't know, Jay, what, what, what have you been watching this week? Uh, I haven't really been watching baseball much this week, to be honest. I've been mostly painting Warhammer miniatures while listening to Warhammer audiobooks. And in, like, in that way, I'm kind of like Otani, because like, I'm doing two things at once. You know, I'm kinda, It's like, you know, he pitches and hits. I paint and like listen to audiobooks. Like, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm a lot like him. Oh, I did it. I finally got to a baseball game in person it was so nice to finally be back yeah there was the there they were they had you know mask stuff but you know it was just so nice to get back mm-hmm. into a game what about you two jane have you been to a twins game yet um i haven't i'm going i'm going in uh, in a week though i'm gonna go see the the twins play the reds um i'm just really i don't know, like target fields had like weird restrictions on the stuff that they let you bring in to the uh to the stadium like at first they like wouldn't let you bring in like any bags that were bigger than like eight inches or something Mm -hmm. and i'm like but i like i don't know like i've got like i've seen people knit at the ballpark before but like i don't know if they're gonna let me bring in my knitting needles your what uh my my knitting needles oh gotten like really into that um recently like i'm I'm making uh making like scarves and and hats and stuff or at least like I'm I'm planning on it. I haven't like actually finished anything yet, but huh. you know, it should be it yeah, it's going to be cool. Like I'm you know, I'm going to maybe I'll like do like a twins like socks or something while I'm while I'm at the park. I, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited to get back to the back to the park. You know the uh advanced metrics are really not good. Uh he's down in AAA now. I really don't think we'll be seeing I think this is probably the end of Tanner Rourke's career. Sometimes, you know, when things just kind of, you know, their career, some things, you know, time in the sun ends, you know, so it has to go on the shelf for a bit, but then they can, you know, have a, have a comeback. A lot of guys make comeback. Um, I've been, I've been doing something, something kind of similar kind of, uh, lately I've been like restoring these like vintage Apple computers. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's like kind of expensive. It's kind of hard to find like the really good ones. Yeah. Where do you get those? Um, you know, like. There's there's collectors groups and eBay. Uh, Sometimes you know you just gotta like trawl eBay and Craigslist and stuff. Really is what okay. you gotta do before you find them. But like it's super satisfying like restoring these um, these like old classic Apple computers and then um, stuffing them full of Tannerite and uh, and shooting them with a high power rifle. I've had you know a lot of hobbies and sometimes and I, I get I get excited about them. You know I really want to talk about them. Sorry if it kind of distracts the baseball thing sometimes, or if I, or if it, you know, kind of, kind of changes the subject. Like I don't really mean to do that, but I'm just you know excited to talk about stuff. But I'm not the only one that does this. Lauren does this. Too. Oh, yep. No, no, please tell me what. Ex- explain what you mean. I, I, you know, I know you don't like listen to like every episode because I, know, you know, like you too said you don't like listening to your own voices. But like, honestly, like I usually cut out like you know, several minutes every week 
of you talking about your workout routine or like your protein whatever's it it's 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 staggering yeah let's go let's let's go to the tape yeah, well, you know, I just started doing these. I just started doing these front barbell raises. I, I, they weren't previously my routine, but they really feel great. Especially like I just like get this clarity at the end of it, um, and I'm I'm kind of segueing out of landmine shoulder presses into those. Um, but I don't know the the Olympic bar really makes it. Super I don't know. Easy. I, I I'm gonna try to make it to the game, but I haven't I haven't gotten through my routine yet. It's 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 squat day, and that's like I don't know if I really want to try to sit in an uncomfortable stadium chair for two and a half hours after lifting 8,000 pounds. Yeah, you know, I'm trying this new brand of protein. Uh, it's it's Huel. It's not really like a traditional protein shake. It's it's more like a, a edible like meal you eat. It's um, perfect 400 calories, 20 grams protein, 36 grams of... of, of uh, you know, they made a great point on the Fangrass podcast the other day I was listening to while I was working through my hand clean. You know, if you really want to focus more, I, I, I think there's uh, some exercises, especially for like the shoulder and upper back you could get into. Carbohydrates. Uh, decent amount of fat just to keep the macros somewhat flexible. But I like it just because it's a nice change of pace from all the shakes. You know, I'm, I'm going through like five or six of those a week and it's, uh, it, it, it feels more like eating a real meal. That makes the biggest difference to me. Uh, it's much more satisfying than, you know, another 60 grams of chocolate whey protein. Well, it means you're also cutting out all the times I'm flexing my guns on camera for you. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a podcast. It's a, it's not a visual medium, Lauren. You could like Talk about how nice they are on on the air. It wouldn't wouldn't kill you to say nice things about your friends. I I don't know if everyone wants to just like have the episode art every week being Lauren's biceps or something. Agree to disagree. Okay, yeah, I I can be kind of a, a braggart, but I, I mean you, you have to cut the content from all three of us. It's not just me. What con? What of my content are you cutting? I mean, we've had you've derailed the show a couple times, like in the past, where I've I've had to cut it out. Just frankly, uh, in you know, good taste. Yeah, we're a PG thirteen podcast, Stephen. You you forget sometimes. If you uh, if you need some proof here, we'll uh, we can go to the tape again. Oh God damn! I want him so bad to just. All over my. And then back and around. Up and down on the. Jesus fucking Christ, dude. Like, I know this is like kind of your your brand or whatever, but like, holy hell. I'm never getting that out of my head. Well, okay. You got me. I kind of go into a different place when that happens so i'm not gonna say it happens to the best of us because you know it's it's mostly wow but wow yeah well yeah what a trip down memory lane really really has been and you know recently we kind of had an end of an era on batting around oh yeah we got to do a send-off we got to do a send-off uh but it is it is an end of an era here on batting around uh because lauren got a new keyboard that's right it's the end of the clacky keyboard era i'm i'm for the first time in probably 15 years without a uh, switch keyboard wow yeah and so let's remember all the good times that we had
I'm going to miss keyboard warring with you, Lauren. It's true. It's going to be a bummer. <laughs> well, that was uh, that was a touching tribute to uh, to a lost friend. <laughs> okay. Well, you know, it wouldn't be a batting around episode if we didn't get to mailbag, right? That's right. Mailbag. We got a bunch of questions this week. Let's go to it. Let's do what it. are we without our loyal uh, listeners? Nothing. That's absolutely right. So Hoosier at Hoosier sixty nine forty two. I think it's sixty nine four twenty, and I missed the missed the letter <laughs> there. Uh, did you ever imagine creating the perfect podcast? What percentage is hard work versus natural talent? I, uh, you know, for me, it's pure natural talent. I do no actual work to be on this podcast at all. It's it's one of the keys of our success. I think for me, it's it's all hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. You know, I'm really, I'm really the Sisyphus of this podcast. Um, uh, kind of a John Henry figure. I don't have, a, I don't have hard work or talent, so just, just here for vibes. I'm just yeah. here for vibes. We need a, we need a third bar, third mic, you know. So it happens. Uh, okay, at up failing says, why is Field of Dreams a bad movie, a bad baseball movie, better remembered than Major League Two? A great baseball movie. Um, Major League Two is not a great baseball movie. I do think it's it's better, better than, than Field of Dreams. Better than yeah. Field of Dreams. Yeah, better than Field of Dreams. Not a great baseball. Yeah. Movie. <laughs> I have seen neither. I have no interest in Field of Dreams. But I did see Major League for the first time this year, and I was disappointed. <sighs> That's wild. Like I really like that movie, but I, I watched it all the time growing up. Yeah, it's Major one of those League. things where I think a lot of baseball movies are like that. Where if if you weren't really like of a certain age when you're exposed to it, it's not going to click. And I think that's what, yeah. probably why a lot of people fall for Field of Dreams and whole shtick. Uh, but on its yeah. own, without that kind of sentimental throwback, it's it's really hokey. Um, mm-hmm. And it has weird, the, I don't know, the politics of like celebrating all these pre-integration baseball guys has always struck me as kind of odd. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm the biggest hater in the world of it. Like I, I, I appreciate some sad. I'm the, the biggest movie. hater in the world yeah, but, of it. It's just a movie about, um, you know, boomers pining for, like, you know, any attention from their distant greatest <laughs> generation dads. Yeah, pretty much. That's really that's really what it is. And, uh, yeah, it holds no interest for me. It's also, like, the seventh um, best Kevin Costner sports movie. The man is, like, a titan of yeah. the sports movie genre. And it's, like, not even, like, it's it's some of his worst work in that field. Like, way behind uh, yeah. Bull Durham, obviously, and Tin Cup, his two best sports movies. For sure. Like, uh, yeah, way far behind it. He's made, like, tons of baseball movies. Mm-hmm. And other sports. Um, he's, he's made movie, like, a movie about, like, every sport at this point. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah, Field of Dreams sucks. Terrible movie. Uh, the Field of Dreams games was, game was really stupid. <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I tuned in. Did either of you watch it? Or I didn't watch it when it aired, I, but I went back and watched it the other day. Yeah. Did you I watch was, the opening? Yeah, yeah, it was all on there. Yeah, really stupid. Goofy. I was doing other things, unfortunately, but I was keeping up with it because I was, like, kind of interested. And I finally got to turn the game on, and I turned it on right when Tim Henderson hit the (laughs) walk-off. The walk-off, yeah. It was, like, a good game. That's the thing, yeah. The game itself was really good. It was fun because all these, like, hyper-talented players were involved with it, but the, the sentimental stuff just went over my head. Yeah. Yeah, Tim totally. Anderson, who's like never seen the movie, <laughs> yeah. like walking it off. Oh in that yeah, game is very funny. That's perfect. Who said that? Really I think he said like his sister watched it and told him about it. <laughs> he couldn't even bother <laughs> to read the summary. He had someone else like do the summary for him. 
That's a king. That's a power Absolutely. move. I love that. Yeah, yeah. That's king shit. Love it. But people were like, yeah, we should do the we should do this every year. And it's like, no, it would have zero charm to ever do it again. Mm-hmm. If you could if you want to play yeah. baseball in other parks and other stadiums, by all means, do one yeah, in do Durham, that. North Carolina or or whatever. But do one in uh, New Orleans for Mr. Three Thousand, but you can't just do that Iowa corn game again. No. They're gonna Oh they're totally they're going to. Like absolutely yeah. gonna. Yep. They're gonna be doing this until Kevin Costner is dead. I think they already agreed. Yeah. They're gonna milk this until the cow's just spitting out dust. Wow. Mm-hmm. They also just mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. someone just bought a a, a a concept for a Field Dreams TV show, and I, I have no idea what the oh you know, Mike God sure. yeah go away oh it's a Mike sure yeah. thing too oh so it's gonna be just extra sappy oh uh, yeah it's it, that's it's gonna be about therapy yeah. It's gonna be. It's gonna have really stupid politics for sure. Ah, absolutely. Um, okay. Well, I mean, that's not surprising for any sort of TV show. But like, ugh, I don't know, Mike. Sure. Like, I don't know. Kind of over him. God. Yeah. Extremely over him. Very, very, very much soured on him. Okay. Uh, let's go to the next one. At Brugel Suspects says, in honor of Nelson Cruz's hashtag ad for Best Buy, <laughs> what's your favorite ad or sponsorship a ball player has ever done? Ooh, easy. Mike Trout. Um. Uh, ballpark pretzels. Not ballpark. What's the brand of the store? Super pretzel. Mike Pret was the face of super pretzel for several years. And I like it because it's the only time I've ever seen Mike Trout do an advertisement for anything. How was he? Did he have, uh, did he have the on-screen charisma? No, I don't think he did commercials. He was just on the box of the pretzels at the store. Oh, okay. <laughs> and I like to think he approached them about it. Like he's like a guy who will only do products he really strongly believes in, and he's just a super fan yeah, of pretzels. He's like, I endorse these pretzels. These are good. Like I, I'd eat these whether or not they paid. Me. <laughs> he's talking to his agent, like, yeah, can you get me the pretzel guys on the line? And you know, if you're in the business of selling pretzels and Mike Trout calls, you're going to yeah, take the you call. You pick up the phone when Mike Trout calls. <laughs> For the like, eighteen months. Hunter Pence was in Philadelphia. He did a bunch of commercials for a local bakery (laughs) (laughs) that did like hoagie rolls and stuff. (laughs) It was so all the all the ads are extremely funny. um, And that's the only thing I can possibly (laughs) think of. Oh, I actually have another one that's similar to that. Um, Okay. At one point, I found on YouTube a series of videos from a Toronto-based laser hair removal technician com- uh, company. I was hoping you'd bring yeah, this do you one wanna, up. Do you want to ex- yeah. talk about it? No, 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 because you've talked about it uh, I'm before. obsessed with them, yes. They've only got like a couple yeah. thousand views. They're not super well-known. But apparently, at like the height of the Blue Jays' uh, kind of mid-tens um, success, Edwin Encarnacion uh, and Jose Bautista, and I think one more guy, maybe just maybe one more guy, all went and got free uh, laser hair removal in exchange for doing these ads for this company to like clean up the lines like on their, their beards. Beard yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that rules. Yeah, and, That's so And they're good. like, they're totally deadpan. They have no charisma. It's just reading into the camera. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know, they did the line right here and cleaned it up and it's great. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> the, um, so my, the first, the, my first reaction when, when this, uh, when I saw this question was actually not like a, a, it was a fictional thing. Um, but the first thing I thought about, and it wasn't even like an ad by a ball player, but it was that joke in 30 Rock about Wade Boggs' Carpet World, <laughs> where 
Tracy Morgan every time. Um, every time, like he's every time he's on screen, he's contractually obligated to mention Wade Boggs Carpet World three times. <laughs> um, but my actual, that, I just think about that all the time. It's very funny. Um, him just constantly saying Wade Boggs Carpet World, Wade Boggs Carpet World. Um, but my actual answer uh, is a advertisement that Kirby Puckett and Gary Gaetti did for like the twins like to get people to go to ball games and they they did this in like the early 90s like 1990 or something or maybe even like uh 89 and it's called the the ad is called dome warriors (laughs) and it's gary gaetti and kirby puckett in the clubhouse uh, suiting up in like leather daddy gear, oh, no. like they what? look like like they look like like Rob Halford, like look, look up Dome Warriors. Oh, because they're like the it's Road so, Warriors. I get it. Yeah, like Road Warriors, but yeah, it's Dome That's Warriors. That's good. That's brilliant. It's it's extremely funny, <laughs> and then like they're just like suiting up, and there's like you know lightning strikes and stuff like CG or like you know <laughs> special effects lightning strikes and shit, and then as they're just like wa- and then they just like walk past Burt Blylevin, who's just like in his like you know. Uh, er, like late '80s, early '90s dad outfit, just kind oh? of staring at them as they go by. Yeah, are my you watching God! Now, <laughs> Holy shit! It's super. Wait, their dad sorry. Excuse me. They they walk off screen. Yeah, because they're gonna go suck each other's dicks. I I'm not finding but, this because. But the the guy there's a guy who follows them with his eyes and like gives them. Yeah, that's purple. <laughs> This is gay as fuck. It's super gay. Oh man, I I so I I was looking for the Hunter Pence video to drop in here, but like this this one, this one blows it out of the water. Yeah. Holy shit. It's it's incredible. A uh, friend of the show, Cooper Lund, posts it on Twitter like at least once a year or so, um, and every time it just like blows my mind that it was a real thing. It's so funny, but like I mean, in the '80s, there was a lot of people that were like, thought Rob Halford was just like, uh, the most you know, macho straight dude. Like they didn't realize. Yeah. Any uh, <laughs> that stuff was like super. Gay. You couldn't do that today, but we should try. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> you girls, our buddy Charles, friend of the show, says, uh, yeah, he added me on our Discord, and he said, uh, please explain how Vanessa Hudgens is still dating a guy at Indianapolis. He's talking about how um, High School Musical star Vanessa Hudgens is dating um, the uh, Pirates system shortstop uh, Cole Tucker. Uh, oh, really? I had no idea. Yeah. Oh, it's because he's friends with it's because he's friends with all those other people. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, she's uh, you know she got out of a out of her longtime relationship. She met him on a like a Zoom <laughs> like meditation <laughs> like thing. That meeting. is incredible. Yeah, but you know, and there, there's quite an age gap in there. There's like an eight-year age gap. Hmm. Uh, you know, she's. I think that qualifies as like boy toy. I think she's just you know she's having fun. And and like Cole Tucker, he's not um, a wet guy, but if you look at his hair, he's got the potential to be. Oh, yeah. a great wet guy. Pretty high up there. Yeah. Yeah, pretty high up there. I think that's what it is. You know, just she's. She's got a good rebound thing going on, mm-hmm. you know. He's uh, a cutie. It'd be funny. Yeah, yeah. It'd be funny if he was only dating her for the free meals, for like not having to eat, <laughs> at, like, a tri- <laughs> not having to eat like a triple A player salary. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Oh. He can't he can't manage to stay up in the majors. So, you know, he's got his yeah, he's got his meal ticket there. Good for uh, him. Okay, good for him. Uh, okay, next one. Um, Novels from our Discord says, when players have a dish named after them and then get dealt or enter free agency or whatever, what happens to their food's sake? I imagine they're phased out or renamed, but I wonder if any have been Hall of Famed and will never leave the menu. Um, I don't know. I don't have a ton of data about this, but like I can tell you that Nelson Cruz's thing, the boomstick, that did start in Arlington. Um, and then... I don't know if they had it in Seattle, but it did make its way to mm-hmm. Minnesota when he was playing. This here. is not a uh, ballpark food, but uh, I'm thinking of, I go to Seaport Deli on Long Island. It's one of the best delis uh, on earth, in my opinion. But they always name subs after players. Like they have a Jacob deGrom, uh, but they also keep them around for a pretty good amount of time. Like there's still a, a, an Anthony Kay sandwich on the menu. There's still a Daniel Murphy, even though he hasn't played with the Mets for years now. Uh, there's a Steven Matz. He hasn't, you know, been a Met for a minute. Um, and they don't really have anything before those guys. It's mostly, but anyway, what I thought was interesting was, uh, uh, one of these sandwiches has, uh, um, uh, mozzarella sticks on it. Oh, hell yeah. yeah. No, I always thought the Jacob de Grom yeah. sounded like a pretty good sandwich. It's chicken cutlet, roast beef, melted mustard cheese, onion rings, lettuce and tomato with ranch and chipotle dressing on a toasted garlic hero. Mm-hmm. That's why well, he's injured all the time. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> It's like Josh Donaldson and the Dr. Pepper. Yep. Yeah. It's all I eat. Okay. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Uh, Bumpus Jones Enjoyer says, and we can, you can talk about this quick, Lauren. But says, can Lauren talk about some of her softball stuff she's been doing? I've been getting, I've been, uh, or recently gotten into slow pitching, slow pitch, and loving it. Yeah, for sure. Maybe. I'll do, a, I'll do a quick yeah. plug for my league. It's Caps Softball, CapsSoftball.org, I believe. Uh, we're affiliated with uh, a bunch of other kind of gay softball leagues across the United States. If you're in the DMV, we're actually about to have uh, fall league starting up soon. I don't think it's too late to register. It's, I think it's like 35 bucks for six weeks of games on Sundays. Very casual. Great way to get into it if you haven't played before. I will not be there. I'm having surgery uh, this week on Friday. Uh, good thing. Positive vibes. Hell yeah. But Hell it's, yeah. it's kind of a long oh, recovery, yeah. so it'll be a while before I can play again. But uh, I love it. I play third base and some outfield and wherever coach needs me. I've, uh, I have a great coach who's uh, done an incredible job of kind of getting me up to speed because I've never played softball before I, I came to this league. Um, cannot recommend it enough. It's incredible exercise. It's an incredible way to meet people and make friends. Highly recommend finding a softball league near you if you have any interest at all in uh, team sports. Uh, and it's, it's not the most expensive hobby in the world. You, you buy a bat and a glove and you're, you're good for a while. And, and most mm. teams can usually have spare equipment. Um, but it's, it's great. It's one of, the, one of the best decisions I've ever made. All right. Really quick to get the last couple ones here. At Dirtbag Queer says, returning to baseball for the first time in about a decade. Don't really have a natural favorite team since I'm from Western New York. So you can guys please convince me that being a Mets fan is a bad idea. Yeah, it's a really bad idea. Don't, you don't shouldn't be a Mets do. fan. Yeah, uh, don't. All evidence suggests <laughs> like, from Mets fans yeah. and non-Mets fans alike that that is a terrible listen idea. To, listen to everything we've ever said about <laughs> the Mets on this podcast. Yeah. Um, it's a yeah, it's a terrible idea, dog shit idea. Do not do it. Do yeah. not do it. It, 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 I will say it's, it's a good idea to be a Mets fan if you read um, like tabloid journalism uh, of the, yes, the two broadsheets yes. in New York. If you read those, it's probably great to be a Mets fan because you can just be fucking miserable all the time and get all of this hot mm. goss every single week. But If you like being sad and angry yeah. all the time, definitely be a Mets yeah, fan. Yeah, uh, we should clarify. If you like being sad and angry all the time, you could be a Phillies fan. If you like being sad, angry, and uh, really confused about what your team is doing, you can be a Mets fan. 
Mm-hmm. Actually, you could still be a Phillies fan with that too. But yeah, yeah the Phillies fan is like leaning into the anger a bit more. It's yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that part of the sliding scale. Less hope, more uh, anxiety. And then the last one isn't really a question, but at Tom Jerkface says, "Thanks again for all you do. Really enjoying listening to the podcast and interacting with a cool group of like-minded baseball fans on the Discord. You're building a great community." Hey, Hell yeah. thank, thank you, you very much, Tom. Thank you. Um, and yeah, that's a shout out to our Discord community. It is really fun on there. Um, mm-hmm. We have a, I'll, I'll make sure to keep posting the link on our Twitter. Um, very fun. Go check out our Discord. It's it's a ton of fun. Yeah, really good it's group of people. Active. Yeah, yeah. The, the greatest achievement of this, this hastily thought up podcast at 2 a.m. in the DMs is the fact that people are actually listening? Yeah, it's pretty and, cool. We like stoked about it and joining a Discord full of people to like mm-hmm. hang out and chat and it's like good vibes the whole time. Like that's an incredible accomplishment that I'm very proud of. Absolutely. That we have all done. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think we've done a good job of cultivating a, a good vibe especially in the Discord. I think that's been the biggest advancement in recent memory in terms of like cuz there's like even if we're not talking, there's some really cool people in there. I don't really get Discord, uh, but it's super fun. I, yeah. I'm an old person about Notifications Discord. stress me the fuck out, yeah. so I have most <laughs> things muted, but occasionally I will pop in and see what people are talking about. Yeah, It's a really good time. Go check it out. All right, we did it. We did a year anniversary show. Yeah. Here the podcast. Look at us. Here's it's, been, to, it's been so much fun. Here's to 50 more. <laughs> yeah. 52 more. <laughs> Alright. Well, thank you for listening, everybody who has listened over this last year. Um, thanks for telling your friends about it. We yeah. really appreciate it. And thank you to future listeners coming back to this episode to find things to cancel us over. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Our haters give us strength too. So thank you for listening, everybody. Bye.